and welcome to the Captain Not Captive podcast. I'm your host and creator, Ashley Wilson. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope to inspire you in your relationships, parenthood, career, and navigate the full human experience. I truly believe you have what it takes to create and live the life you've always dreamed of. You are the captain of your choices, no matter where you came from or what's in your past. I'm not saying I have all of the answers, but I'm here to pour love, lessons, and tactical advice to bring you new perspectives into who you were truly meant to be, all while having some fun. Let's do this. Hi, welcome back to Captain Not Captive podcast. Thank you for coming to today's show. Today's show is going to be difficult and interesting. Um, I am going to talk about weight loss and body positivity, um, body dysmorphia. So if that's kind of a trigger for you, this is your, your warning. You may or may not want to listen. Um, but I just want to be open and honest and transparent with you guys about some things that are really hard, um, and kind of tell you like where I got, the information from as a kid and how I'm trying to like decode all of that and build a new foundation of what is healthy and what is not healthy. And honestly, guys, like I do not have this figured out. Like I am not an expert by any means. This is literally just my experience with different issues. Um, and I don't know, I just feel like some of you have seen my progressions in terms of like losing weight on social media and you kind of assume that it came easy to me or that I just got lucky or that I don't still struggle because I do. And so, um, I guess I'll start back from like when I was a kid, my mom, um, she didn't eat healthy and like transparently we didn't have healthy food in the house. Um, I don't really remember like ever having healthy food. I remember asking for it. Like fruit is like one of my favorite food groups, um, other than carbs and, um, which I guess fruit is a carb, but whatever. Um, depends on what meal plan you're following. Right. Um, but like we never even had fruit. Like it was just, I don't know. It was a lot of junk food a lot. And it was like junk food was also a treat and a reward. Right. So like the meals weren't sufficient nutrition for a child or really an adult either. Um, and then like we would have like occasional desserts, but like more occasionally my mom would have desserts um, because like she earned it or like because she was the one who controlled the money. So she got whatever she wanted. Um, and then of course, like as I got older, I would like try to sneak the unhealthy things and I would indulge and like when people weren't looking I would like eat the crap out of like a whole box of cereal or whatever like there was no purging like I've never I have never like made myself throw up however like I will binge eat like bad and I don't think that's something that people think about or that they um don't know that I have struggled with because I am not obese I'm not like ridiculously overweight and so they assume that that's not a problem for me um but as a kid I did not watch my mom have a healthy relationship with her body or the food she was eating um the the relationship was really emotional for her and um 
you know, she was not active. She um, never really like played with us outside. There was no physical activity for her other than like walking like to and from the car and like in the grocery store. Like that was like it. And so I learned early on as a kid, like why, you know, like what, how come that girl's mom is prettier than my mom? And like, that's what I thought as a kid, like, why is she prettier? And I realized like, I didn't actually think she was prettier. I just noticed that she was skinnier than my mom. And I don't correlate those two things now. Um, but as a child, like that's what I saw. And so then I grew up thinking that like, and like social media and magazines and the things you learn as a kid and what you're exposed to don't help either of what you expect, quote unquote, pretty is, what beautiful is, what the beauty standard is. And so growing up in an environment that was the way that it was, I already struggled with the way that I looked. And honestly, like I... I would say I'm an average height woman, maybe a little bit taller than average. I'm like five, six without heels on. Um, And so like being kind of taller and I have broad shoulders. And so I've always kind of just been fuller or like thicker than the other girls my age, like pretty much throughout all elementary, middle and high school. Um, When I got to college is when I kind of felt more like other people, I guess. I don't know. Um, more welcoming. I don't know. Or maybe I just stopped paying attention so much, um, to what I look like compared to others. But I, as a child, like knew that like my belly hung over my pants and like their bellies didn't when they bent over. Right. Like when I was doing cheer practice, like the other girls would like reach for their toes and they would touch their toes and like their belly wouldn't like fold over their shorts or their leggings and mine would, right? Like you notice those things as a kid and become insecure about those things, right? And so very early on, I started running as a kid and and I had said like, oh, I, I just run because I like to run. But no, I was running to punish myself for the food that I was eating. And I had created this unhealthy relationship and there was no one there to say, you know, actually, why, why do you allow yourself to eat like half of a pie? And then you go for a run. Like this doesn't make any sense. Like they don't balance each other out. That's not a healthy relationship. This is not how it works. You don't have to punish yourself for eating food. Like nobody has said that to me. Nobody understood what I was doing or what I was going through because the other people in my house either had eating disorders or just didn't pay attention. They just didn't care. And So then when I got into college, I gained a lot of weight, like between my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college, I gained like almost 40 pounds. Um, And it was because I was just eating, 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 eating all of the time, like just emotionally eating. I was drinking a lot. I was going out to eat a lot. Um, Transparently, you guys, I am not a good cook never claimed to be, probably never will be a good cook. I try my heart out, but like, I'm not, I'm not great. And so in college, like I was working two full-time jobs and going to school and doing all these things. And so when I was eating, like it was not good food for my body at all. And so I'm continuing this unhealthy relationship with food, but then I'm noticing like, oh, like I've gained a lot of weight. My clothes don't fit the same way anymore. I don't like the way that I look in the mirror anymore. And not that I ever really did, but there was a part of me that realized like I am becoming 
unhealthy. And like for me, I didn't understand that I was already unhealthy. I just thought that the weight gain was the unhealthiness. I didn't see the emotional and the mental side of it that was also already unhealthy, right? And um, it was really astonishing when I got pregnant with Avery. Um, I immediately stopped eating all processed foods. I didn't have any caffeine. Um, I cooked a lot more. Devin cooked a lot. And um, I, I lost quite a bit of weight in the beginning of my pregnancy. And it wasn't because I was getting sick. Like I never threw up um, at all. It was just because I was actually eating foods that were good for me because I knew that my baby needed them. And it's odd because as a mom, like I could do the right thing for my child, but I couldn't do the right thing for myself. And then, you know, throughout my pregnancy, um, I continued to eat healthy. I continued to um, just nourish my body for what my baby needed. And then after I had Avery, of course, like going through like postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression was really hard for me. Um, but I was breastfeeding. And so it was really easy for me to kind of stay on the track of making sure that I was giving sufficient nutrients to Avery. Um, and then after I was done breastfeeding, I was like, okay, I need to get it together. Like I can't even touch my toes. Like I used to be able to do all these jumps and these, you know, like sometimes every once in a while, like I would, you know, be doing flips and cartwheels and roundoffs. And, um, my senior year one time decided to do a back handspring at a basketball game, which was interesting. But, um, you know, I was literally doing cartwheels with my bass drum on, and now I couldn't even like walk up the stairs without being winded. And I say that as I'm like sitting in my sunroom right now talking so much that I feel like I'm out of breath <laughs> and my mouth's kind of dry, but it's not because I'm out of shape. It's because, um, I am still a little nervous to release podcast episodes and this episode is really hard for me to talk about. So I'm just talking to you like we are friends. Um, and like you're sitting in my summer room with me and we're just chilling. <laughs> So I hope you get the same vibes. I hope you feel like you're in my sunroom just chilling with me. Um, but I I decided like I'm going to take back control and I'm going to start working out. And so I did. And it honestly, over time, over like a two and a half year period, it just became a chore, right? So I had this unhealthy side of me where I was emotionally eating and overeating and then like excessively like doing things that were not good for my body and then on the flip side like before I got married in 2021 like summer of 2021 I was literally and I'm not kidding you guys literally working out like hard workouts for at least two hours a day minimum but then also I'm playing with the kids and I'm mowing the lawn and I'm taking the trash out and we're walking over two miles to the ice cream shop and back and you know going for bike rides and doing all these things and so like I was over exerting my body working out and I I did have really good nutrition um you know quite honestly like I was eating a lot but it was a lot of healthy food which was great and I was drinking a lot of water um so like from a nutrition standpoint I really can't um say much about that I didn't deprive myself of desserts I was very good with my nutrition but I was working out so intensely like I had a friend of mine who um we exchanged um she would give me one massage a month if I like babysat her her kid every once in a while um 
like, you know, kind of on a routine basis. And I remember her telling me like, Ashley, like your body is tired. And if anybody knew it was her, cause she literally massaged me from head to toe. And, and so like she knew and she could feel the tenseness in my body from how hard I was working out. And she would tell me like, your body does not like this. Like, this is not good for you. And I kind of just brushed her off like, ha ha ha, whatever. You're just, you don't, you don't get it. You don't understand. Um, but then I started like asking questions to my doctor, you know, like how much, how much working out is healthy, you know? And it's not just like from a physical standpoint, I'm not training for anything other than trying to make sure I look good for my wedding. But like what, what amount of workout is normal, right? At what point do I become obsessed? At what point am I unhealthily exerting my body because I think it's the right thing to do. So kind of like on the flip side, right? Like at one point I'm eating ridiculously unhealthy and I'm not working out and I'm drinking. And then two and a half years later, I am on the flip side of the spectrum and I cannot allow myself to rest. I cannot allow myself to have a day off. No, you know, like no days off. Like that was me. And I'm sorry that if I ever said that to you, like no days off, please take days off. Please rest your body, rest your mind, rest your soul. Cause I'm telling you, you need it. I've been there. I've been in that place where I would not allow myself to rest. And I'm telling you, my body showed me that I was not okay. My body told me you're freaking tired. Like if you don't rest, I'm going to make you rest, right? If you don't slow down, if you don't take the time that you need mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, you're, you're like, I would get like actually sick, like genuinely sick. And so after we got married, um, you know, that kind of peak of this workout and this nutrition kind of went away, um, because I had nothing to prepare for, right? At that point, it's just maintenance. I'm just trying to make sure that I stay healthy. And, um, ever since then, ever since our, our wedding of 2021, um, I have been really transparent and open about doing what feels good in my body, right? If getting up and working out feels really good, I'm going to get up and work out. But if my body's telling me like, actually, you need to rest, like you need to sleep, like this whole transition of moving and Devin being gone and, you know, all these finance things and craziness going on, I did not work out. And I'm like, you know, in August, the beginning of August competing in a pageant. And I thought, you know what? I don't care if it's June. I care that I'm sleeping, which is already hard enough, but I need rest. Whatever rest I can get, I'm going to do it right? And I'm not sacrificing the time with my kids or the time with my husband or the rest that my brain needs to be able to function at work and with my family. I cannot give that up just to exert my body and, and, and exhaust my body and to feel like I am doing something for this XYZ, whatever it might be, pageant, wedding, whatever it is, right? Back in the day, you know, two years ago, it was you work out, you don't give up, there are no days off, don't be weak, blah, 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 X, Y, Z. And now like I'm finally, I would probably say like four years later, finally I'm in a place where I can decide what is best for me. What makes the most sense? And am I in my peak physique? Absolutely not. Have I gained some weight? Absolutely. 
But I can tell you, I have never felt more confident in my body, in my like feminine, in my like who I am, right? And like, yes, I still have body image issues. And yes, sometimes I still emotionally eat and I still struggle with these on a daily basis. But like doing the things that make the most sense for me like is finally happening and like I'm kind of celebrating that in a, in a in a transparent way of like I don't feel like I have to work out every single day and I don't work out every single day and there are times when I replace my workout with doing things like going for a scooter ride with the kids or taking them to the park and walking there and back or like on Saturday or Sunday I think it was Sunday um my workout was going outside and pulling all of the weeds, right? Like I was out there sweating and I was doing, you know, physical labor, but I didn't feel like I had to do a workout on top of it to make up for, or, you know, whatever I do outside of my workout is just additional. Like, I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel like my workout is my baseline. And then whatever I do, you know, outside of that is just additional. I don't feel that way anymore. The way that I feel is, if it works in the schedule, if it feels good in my body, and if I'm ready to do it, then I'm going to do it. And I know that it's good for me and I have consistency and I'm creating a great schedule that works the best for me, but that schedule is flexible now. That flexible accommodates for when I don't feel good or accommodates for when I need to step up my game as a wife or step up my game as a mom. And it's not an excuse to not work out. It's not an excuse to I don't know, like say, oh, I'll work out tomorrow, I'll work out tomorrow, I'll work out tomorrow. Like I still have to hold myself accountable, right? And taking care of my body and making sure that I, you know, I can live to, you know, 110. Um, but it's the fact of, I don't feel like I have to. I'm doing it because I want to. I'm doing it because I want to take care of my body, not because I feel like other people are watching or because I need to be the smallest version of me because I'm telling you right now, the smallest version of me was not the best version of me. And my husband can vouch for this. If he listens to this episode, he's going to be like, yes, I remember that. Um, We were at a friend's house and we had pizza and I convinced myself that I was allowed to have a piece of pizza. And so I ate all the veggies on my plate first and I was doing all these things to make sure that I was allowed to have this pizza. And then my husband comes along jokingly and takes a bite of my pizza. Now, mind you, I purposefully picked the smallest piece of pizza and I had it in my mind that this was the only piece of pizza that I was allowed to eat because it was the smallest one. And my husband comes over and takes a bite. So with with it being my husband and it with it being the smallest piece of pizza, of course, he eats like half of this pizza in one bite. And I cannot tell you how enraged I was in front of our friends. Like I have never acted out so poorly in front of other people, especially treating my husband that way. And it was... It had nothing to do with him being silly and eating a piece of my pizza. It had everything to do with, I felt like he took something from inside of me, not just my pizza, but I felt like he took that permission slip away. I felt like that was him telling me you're not allowed to have pizza, right? But that's not what he was saying. Like he was totally just kidding and like, ha ha ha, took a piece, you know, took a bite of your pizza. His intentions were not the way that I perceived them. And I was like, just thinking back to that moment, like that specific moment in time, I'm like, wow, like that version of me was not the best version of me. 
right? Like me now would be like, ha ha ha, whatever, go get me a new piece, you know? Or like, I would just get up and get my own piece. I'd be like, you can have it. Or I would just finish eating it and go get another one or whatever the case might be, right? Like the, the version of me that I am now would have found that funny, but the version of me back then was so self-conscious and so worried and, and so empty inside that that one bite of pizza triggered me into being a, a bad wife, being a wife that wasn't, you know, fun, that wasn't, um, I don't know, supportive of my husband's personality, right? Like that's just who he is. He's, he fun, he's funny, jokes around. He's, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that like to, um, I don't know, I guess like be able to like, I don't know. He, he's an introvert, but also he's an extrovert when he's around certain people. I don't know. My husband is so interesting, but, um, the wife I was in that moment is not the wife that I am proud of. And, and so to look back and reflect how that moment has impacted me over the years and thinking back to that moment of, I never want to feel that way again, first of all. And, and second, I never want to have to feel that way toward my husband because of something innocent he had done, right? Like taking a bite of my pizza is not a big deal. But the way I perceived it was wrong because of the emotional trauma I was creating in my own body by the way that I was treating my body, by the way that I wasn't allowing myself to have things like pizza, right? So anyway, moral of the story, um, I am in a much better place today than I was four years ago and in a way better place than I was two years ago. I'm not the skinniest version of me. I am not the thinnest version of me. I'm not the most fit version of me, but I'm the most loving and supportive and happy version of me.